Hi there. Do you know what your anxiety profile is? Me, I was a besieged panicker. We often say that the first step to reversing anxiety is to understand it. And that's why we've created a tool to help you discover your anxiety profile. And it's totally free. In about 90 seconds, you'll receive your customized anxiety profile. And it will answer so many questions you've probably been struggling with, including, am I going crazy? And why me? So if you haven't yet, pause this episode and head to lifefreeofanxiety.com slash profile or click the link in the show notes. I promise you'll get a lot more out of this and every episode once you know your anxiety profile. And now, on to the show. Good stress. What is it? And have you ever even heard of it? Today on the show. Welcome to the Life Free of Anxiety podcast, where each week we'll bring you another discussion to help you on your way to overcoming your fears. I'm Erica, and together with Dr. Charles Barr, a licensed clinical psychologist specializing in anxiety, we'll be your guides on this journey. To find a list of helpful free resources we offer, head to lifefreeofanxiety.com. Because you are not broken, you are not alone, and you are on your way to living a life free of anxiety. Well, one thing that brings me so much happiness is introducing you to a new topic like good stress. It might not be a new topic for you. I think it might be, though, because it was for me. Um, It's something the Change Program covers, and it's, like we said, this podcast is kind of additional learning to the Change Program. The Change Program has a lot more to it than what we give you. Um, In fact, it gives you tools on actually how to overcome your anxiety completely. We just give you good tips. Um, Not that Dr. Barr and I aren't great. We are. No, I'm just kidding. Um, But one of the things I also love is when we get a message and um, somebody says that I can share it with you, which I got permission from um, Karen. And she wrote, I'm so happy to find you. I was changed by the sharing of Faison and Anne back in the early 1980s. This program changed my life and is still my number one resource to return to. I was sad to discover that it was perhaps gone forever. I am leaving the middle school classroom after 30 years and moving into a life coaching role, and I'm delighted to have change once again a viable resource, a place to send others to be helped. I just started your podcast. Thank you, Erica and Dr. Barr. So I think sometimes our program might be a little bit overwhelming. Like, what is it? Why would it help me? I'm really bad. You don't understand how bad I am. We understand. Um, Dr. Barr really understands. He's the professional here. But um, this is the resource that Dr. Barr has used for 30 years. These are the messages we get from the 80s. People are still helped. We don't fake these messages. There's no way I could write that. Um, This is a real message I got. And I've shared with you other messages I've gotten. So just to show you, when you invest in this change program, you invest in your life. Um, I do so many voiceovers for a living and I sell things. I can't think of anything better to sell than something to give somebody their life back. I'm I'm sorry, I can't stress it enough. So I get a little enthusiastic when we get these messages in. But guys, these are real. These are the things people are telling us. These are the, the ways people went on to live their lives after the 1980s. Uh, we're in the 2021s right now, with the 2020s. Um, so that's quite a long time, if you think about it. A long time indeed. So if you want to check out what exactly I'm talking about, you can at changewith2as.com. And let's get to today's all-new episode. Here we go. Well, hello again. We're glad to be back with you. Yes. 
I hope that you've all been getting your vaccines. I know there's controversy about that. But, <laughs> Whoa, way to start. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, what we want to talk about today is good stress, and that may be one of the good stresses is stressing about whether to get the vaccine or not. But, That's true. Um, I was just thinking about that. I've had mine. I, I got the uh, Pfizer vaccine, and I've had both shots, and uh, I'm glad to have had those. Yeah. So um, I want to encourage everyone to uh, to go ahead and get vaccinated. I think it's it's a good thing to do. Yeah, coming from Dr. Barr. And you know, Dr. Barr, leading up to getting vaccinated, you were excited but a little nervous, which really yes. does fall into our topic yeah. today about good stress. I, I think about good stress all the time now, probably because we're in each other's lives and even you <laughs> remind me of it. Like when I had a lot of work recently, it was great because more work it was more voice work equals more money and i remember you said you said but erica that's good stress don't forget that's good stress you've got more work but that (laughs) means that means more money but that means more time you know working that means more time away from your family or whatever it takes to do more work and i was like gosh that's right that's so true (laughs) it's well so so what are the kinds of good stresses that we do have, Erica. Uh, okay. So that was one more work, you know, yeah. bump up and work. Um, if it's, if it's short term. Yeah. Is that, so um, is that what good stress, well, we'll get into that. We'll get into short term and, and how, what good stress is, but yeah, yeah. retiring, um, uh, getting married, holiday celebrations, yeah. buying a yeah. home vacation. And it's funny cause I just getting wanted... a promotion at work. Yes, getting a promotion at work is definitely one. There, there is also um, good stress in play. Mm-hmm. Um, why would you, in your wildest imagination, go to a place like Six Flags Magic Mountain? Well, I wouldn't, and I live right by it. <laughs> but that's that's a whole nother topic. But go on. But they make lots and lots of money by providing good stress. That's true. Um, you know, and that's that's what a roller coaster is. It's good stress. It's it's, it's uh, an adrenaline rush that is predictable. It is uh, safe. It is short term, and we seek it out. Oh, that's interesting. It's a thrill. Yeah. Yeah, that's such an interesting way to put it. I didn't I never thought of the roller coaster aspect, but that's so true. It's it's like it's like you want and that's the thing that I could never get behind. I don't want to be scared <laughs> like that. Yeah, um <laughs> but a lot of people are signing up to be scared, which yes. nobody would sign up to be like genuinely scared in real life. So I want to ask you about good stress. Is good stress good? Because uh, actually, yes. Okay. Good stress is good, um, and we've got some some real positive things that come out of that. Uh-huh. Uh, good stress can help motivate you. Um, it it uh, it's what can pull us along, not just push us, but pull us forward mm. because we we uh, are anticipating good things and we're excited about those good things, and so we we push ourselves toward those things. It makes a difference how we think. It makes a difference how we feel. We feel motivated. And um, it can be very energizing and exciting to to have some good stress around. Yeah, 
That's yeah. And I, I definitely felt that this past week when I had a birthday party for my two year old and, um, it was very fun like to plan and and it was fun and we mm-hmm. my husband and I had fun going to Sam's Club and planning there and and a lot of it was very fun and a lot of it was oh I'm getting a little tired I think I've been thinking about this too long now I think I'm too worried about what other people are going to think uh, I think I might be spending mm-hmm. a little too much money so it's it was interesting to see that like there was so much good I had such a good time at the party um, but then I was a little concerned. Well, it you know. it, so there, there's where it's important for us to be aware that we have good stress, but it is still stress. Uh-huh. Um, you know, having company, uh, throwing a party, um, that's wonderful stress. You know, you enjoy getting ready for it. You're excited to entertain your guests. Um, but then, okay, but, but now don't scare yourself with that. Uh, you know, it's like, well, oh, what if they don't have a good time? What if, what if, you know, no, you're not responsible for whether they have a good time or not. Mm-hmm. You're responsible for providing an opportunity to have a good time. Oh, I should talk to you about that before this party. That's so good. That's so good and true. Yeah. Well, that's right. And, and many of us are, uh, we're very good at, at trying to take care of other people and make sure everybody else is okay. Mm-hmm. Um, because if everybody else is okay, then we'll be okay. Right. And um, the the truth is that we actually can be okay even if everybody else isn't. Right. And um, but that's a different topic. Yeah. And we're talking about good stress. Okay. Can I ask you like the million dollar question with good stress? Because this is me genuinely interested asking a psychologist this one. I've okay. I've gone back and forth with this now that I've experienced good stress. I know what it is. Um, okay, let's say somebody gets a divorce and they are obviously extremely stressed, right? I mean, uh-huh. I don't know if maybe that's right. too extreme, but let's just go with it anyway. Um, and then let's okay. say somebody gets married and it is an extremely stressful event in the end in some way. But there's some good, right? Because they obviously chose to get married. Can does right. Does the body know the difference? Actually, um, no, the body doesn't know the difference. Ah. And that's the problem is, is very often the body is responding, just responding to stress. And it doesn't mm-hmm. know whether it's good stress or bad stress. And so that's where it's important for us to interpret that yeah. and talk to ourselves about, is this good stress or bad stress? And what am I choosing? And because mm-hmm. that makes a difference. How we talk to ourselves about what we're experiencing uh, makes a huge difference. Okay. So the stress that you would go through in a divorce uh, still would register different with the stress of going through a, a wedding. Hmm. Uh, because the wedding is is a positive, supposedly positive, and, and that would be a good stress event. But weddings can be horribly stressful for folks. Yes. Um, you know, trying to get all the, the stuff to coordinate and that kind of thing. Difficult that, that's family why members. Yeah. yeah. And and that's why we have wedding planners <laughs> is to try to take some of that stress off of, of the either the family or the bride and groom themselves or, you know, because we want to try to get the stress away from us, yeah. let somebody else handle all those details. 
that can be difficult. They're not always difficult, but they can be. Mm-hmm. And uh, now, have you ever been to a perfect wedding? I mean, I don't know that I have. I think I might have thought and it was perfect. I, <laughs> I probably wasn't. You know, yes. I didn't. I didn't see what made it not perfect. Is what I mean. Th- that's right. Now, I doubt that there has ever been a perfect wedding. Mm-hmm. And if there was one, it probably is something that went by unremarkable to you. Yeah. Because the fact is, it's the stuff that goes wrong in a wedding that makes you remember the wedding. Right. <laughs> like my little... Uh, which is, which yeah. is kind of bad, but... No, that's true. so true. Like my little groomsmen, or yeah, groomsmen? No, 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 flower, flower, not flower boy. What's flower what's, boy? Is that yeah, what they're called? Ring bear. Ring bear. He was, ring bear. yeah, he was only two, so he didn't even get like the flowers or you know or, or the ring, uh-huh. of course. But uh, anyways, he was in this little tux, and he started walking down the aisle with his older cousin, who's like, I mean, she was like in her twenties. And he decided he wanted his mommy, and he went halfway down the aisle and went, Mommy, and Mommy, and went and ran back to her. Yep. So I'm sure that's that. Right. And everybody laughed. And I saw the video. That's I right. wasn't there yet. But, <laughs> yeah, that's a that's an example. And everybody said, oh, how cute. Yeah. You know, and when thing, things go wrong, you know, people drop the ring. Um, people in the wedding party pass out. <laughs> um, yep. You know, there's all kinds of things that go wrong in a wedding, mm-hmm. and uh, you just roll with it, and it's it's a good stress. Yeah, and it's you know, one day. It, that's right. It's, it's short term. You know, so that now, Doctor Arnold Lazarus um, actually defined good stress with a name. He called it U stress. E U S T R E S S. Uh huh. And so. <clears throat> The the hallmarks of, of of good stress really are that they're short term. Um, that with that short term, you perceive it as increasing your uh, coping abilities. You know that you are co- competent and capable of dealing with that increased stress. So, like you said, you you had an increase and a bump up in your work in your voiceover work mm-hmm. and it, and it's like yes and that felt good because you felt like you were capable of doing that capable of meeting the demand and that's very exciting that increases your performance and your focus is is really functional and tight and and you can see yourself functioning well and that's very exciting yeah and it's like wow i really i really did well on this yeah Yes. So if if we feel, you know, now stress then ends up being, um, whether it's good or bad, often is in how we appraise it. Yeah. How do we think about it? Right. You know, it may be, you know, if you get a bump up in work and you go, oh, man, I am just not up to this. I don't think I can do this. You know, this is overwhelming to me. It's like, well, that's not good stress. See, right. That, that then starts me. Okay, I'm, I'm overloaded. I don't think I can handle this. Um, I'm not up to the task. Then suddenly, uh, because of the way you've assessed that, um, the demands of the the new workload versus your ability to deal with that workload, your assessment of that makes a huge difference. Hmm. 
and how you feel about it and whether it's good stress or bad stress. Yeah. Or buying a home. Are you buying a smaller home because you lost your last home? You know, could be more just negative yeah, are stress. are you upsizing or downsizing? Yeah, it's not yeah. real exciting that you're getting into this home, whereas good stress would be, uh, I finally get my house, but it's stressful yes. to deal with all the paperwork and everything that comes with it and, you know, all everything that leading up to this and moving. Like, that would be a good stress. You know, there can be all kinds of circumstances. Understanding this, I feel like, is key. Um, understanding what it really is and being aware of it, yeah. too. Uh, talking about buying a home, I, that is that is very stressful. Yes. Actually, it, it's exciting, but it's still very stressful. <clears throat> when we bought our home, my poor realtor, uh, bless her, um, she had to hold my hand and walk me through that process every step of the way, because I I rendered myself almost non-functional. <laughs> <laughs> poor Doctor Barr. <laughs> Trying to buy his house so, is a little too much it's good like, stress. I don't understand what this question's asking. There, there's only hundreds of pages of stuff that you have to fill out. Now, you know what's so. really funny? My um, somebody in my family is last name. Their last name is Sellers, and when they were buying a house, the buying and sellers seller sellers was getting extremely complicated on the paperwork. Apparently, to the point where 30 years later, they still talk about it to this day. <laughs> Oh, that is funny. Can you imagine that's your last I, name? I can see that. Yeah. Yes, I can see that. <laughs> so your paperwork would have Just really been bad. Yeah. That's right. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Buying a house is a big one. Um. So, oh. okay. So for handling good stress, we've got, you know, be aware of it. Notice when you might be under it because you can just kind of fly by planning that party and going through all that good stress and not realizing you're even under it. Well, I I was just going to say, you know, one of the things that that happens before you get a panic attack, Mm -hmm. what contributes to a panic attack is an overload of stress. Mm -hmm. And and some of that stress might be good stress. Now, there's usually negative stress there as well. You know, it's not just all good stress. But but some of what adds to the stress load is good stress. Yeah. You know, uh, if you've had uh, company at your house or you've just had a new child, um, you know, you, ju- you just gave birth to a new child. Or, uh, I mean, those are good things. Uh-huh. But they are stressful. And and life changes around those things, and they add stress. And then if you've got stress from work on top of that, or uh, stress from a health issue, or stress, you know, some other kind of negative stress, then even though it's good stress and you choose it, um, it can add stress to your workload and and to your overall stress load. And that's very important to be aware of, so that you're not triggering yourself. Uh, to have anxiety and to get anxious over things that are good. Right. Uh, We want you to go on vacation. We want you to have children and have guests over and entertain and that kind of thing. Those are all good things. And and we want you to be free to do that without triggering your anxiety. Um, The thing I notice with good stress is that I just want to keep motoring through like, okay, I'm excited. We can do this. And now we can do this to plan. And it's fun to plan. And but then it's like, where's that time for me, you know, to just say, all right, just take a breath and 
Um, one of the things. Well, that's right. Yeah. Still being, we still need to be aware that we still have to take care of ourselves. My, um, uh, even when we're having great fun. Yeah. My, my mantra leading up to the, the party this past weekend was this is, this is a children's party. This is a children's party. <laughs> so it was like, that's don't right. drive yourself crazy. <laughs> this is a children's right. party. <laughs> like, you know, you've got to put it back. I guess what I was doing there was I was putting it back into perspective. Um, no, you're that's not, right. you're not planning for the Academy Awards, you know, 50,000 people aren't right. coming. You don't need to take care of that much stuff. This is a children's party. They are, they are kids. They don't notice things, you know, their parents that's aren't right. critical. You're not inviting anybody who's going to judge you. Um, if you are, like you would say, that's their problem. Um, so, right. so I love, I know in the notes you said being realistic and, and I, I, think that's so crucial with good stress and it's actually not something i realized until you kind of framed it that way can you talk about that being realistic about being realistic yeah with with your expectations yeah and in good with good stress with good stress well um even though it's good stress and you you're choosing to do something it has to be within your capabilities and your your time frame and those kinds of things or else it becomes bad stress so um if you bite off more than you can chew on any event even if it's a good thing then that's going to turn from being exciting to being uh, uncomfortable and and feeling stressful in the negative sense mm. and so we want you to be realistic about what your own capabilities are mm-hmm. and what your own timeline is. What are your own energy levels? You know, um, as I've gotten older uh, and I, I still fight with this sometimes, I just don't have the same energy level that I used to have. So I can't do the kinds of things that I used to do. I still want to do them. Right. I still, <laughs> uh, they're, they're still fun in my mind. But by the time I get to them, they're not fun anymore because I'm mm-hmm. exhausted. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just don't. I just don't have the same energy level or the stamina that I used to have. So uh, we have to take those kinds of things into consideration. You know that um, let's have let's do things that are exciting that are um, not pushing us beyond our limits. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, sometimes. Things that push us beyond our limits are good stress, though. You see, that that's that's one of the paradoxical things about it, is we want to be pushed beyond our limits sometimes, and good stress can do that. And, and it's like, wow, I rose to the occasion on that. And then yeah. we feel proud of ourselves, and um, we're we're feeling confident and capable, and uh, well, it just feels really nice. Yeah, it's that fine line. Am I, am I, is this motivating me or is this dragging me through the mud and am I just barely getting by? And, and I think the thing that's so interesting about the change program um, is that it teaches you right away that anxious people are the kind of people who want to do, do, do. So we already have like this problem. I, I don't know if I should call it a problem, but we already have this like innate thing where we want to accomplish and we want to accomplish yes. well as anxious people. That's just who we are. And then we yes. ha- and then we learn, hey, 
all that accomplishing, all those unrealistic expectations you set on yourself are hurting you, and that's why you have anxiety so bad. And uh, and so I, I yeah, I, I love to just kind of always dwell on this stuff, like being realistic with yourself and being nice to yourself and all that, because I'm really talking to me. <laughs> I can, you know, I really have to keep that stuff in line. I really, really do on a daily basis because I can really yes put the pressure on myself. Well, we do. We we uh, we have high expectations of ourselves, and and often we can live up to those, but sometimes we can't. Mm-hmm. And when we can't live up to those expectations, then we get get upset, and uh, that stresses us more. And um, yeah, so we have to watch even our good stress. Right. But even our but good stress. Being aware that there is good stress, and then trying to choose some good stress that can be very, very helpful mm. and very favorable. Mm-hmm. So we want people to choose good stress, uh, do things that are going to pull you forward, that are going to motivate you to get up in the morning. You know, when you wake up, you're like, Oh, I've got some things I want to do today uh, that, that motivate you. They, they may be difficult things to do or, uh, physically taxing or that kind of thing, but that's okay. Yeah. It's funny to listen to that episode on a week where I feel like I have bad stress. <laughs> it hasn't felt like good stress this week. It hasn't felt like really bad stress, but it just, it's been a stressful week. So um glad to share that episode with you. We've got a part two coming next week. Lots of fun to highlight a topic that nobody really covers. Nobody really ever explains good stress to you. They just explain that stress is bad. As you know, um, like I said before, if you want to check out the change program, which is where this concept comes from, that's change with two A's.com. It's not just this concept. It's a lot more to completely overcoming anxiety, by the way, uh, change with two A's.com. If you want a free book, we'd love to send that to you on how the change program works and why it works. We've got one um, that we can ship to you if you just pay the shipping. And that is found at the exact same place at uh, changewithtwoways.com. Okay, I will talk to you next week. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I hope that something in today's conversation provided you with a feeling of hope, determination, or purpose. I know what you're going through. And that's why I want to give you some of the tools that helped me in my anxiety journey. To get a free copy of Free From Fears, head to freefromfearsbook.com. To find out more about the Change Anxiety Treatment Program, find us at changedwith2as.com. Thanks again for listening, and remember, you are not broken, you are not alone, and you are on your way to living a life free of anxiety. See you next week. Before you go, I wanted to give you one last reminder to discover your anxiety profile at lifefreeofanxiety.com slash profile. Going forward, we really think this should be the starting point for everyone's anxiety journey. Once you're done, once you're done, you'll probably wonder how we could learn so much from just a few questions. It really is amazing. What you don't see is behind the scenes, your responses are compared to what we've learned from helping over 200,000 people just like you reverse their anxiety over the past 40 years. It's a data-backed assessment with real insights. I promise it's worth 90 seconds of your time, and it's totally free. Just click the link in the show notes or head to lifefreeofanxiety.com profile, and I'll talk to you again soon.